Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Uh, make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's on-demand sports.network, going live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show, just like Zach mentioned, on our Twitter timeline, on Instagram, and also hit us up on TikTok as well. But we got to thank our sponsors because they really make it happen uh, for us and they help out you guys like Wilson County Hyundai. If you're in the market for a new ride, check them out in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans with better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Hughes & Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call for a free case consultation at 800-800-4600. So, Zach, we will dive into the Titans' 19-10 victory over the Colts, the sweep of the Colts, Titans 2-0 uh, in the AFC South with four big games coming up against the Jags and the Texans, who also lost Yesterday, but a big uh, lead for the Titans in the AFC South race, which could get them a home playoff game. Uh, but we are wearing pink today, Zach. So I'll let you go ahead and tell everybody uh, what we have going on uh, today and this week with A to Z Sports. Yeah, well, two things that you should know about A to Z Sports, the people, is we support our own and we support great causes. And we're doing that kind of doubling down. Uh, our social media growth manager, Jake Evans, is participating in a campaign brought to you by the American Cancer Society called Real Men Wear Pink. So we are supporting Jake. We hope you can help support Jake in the cause to support the American Cancer Society and breast cancer awareness. I think cancer awareness in general. Now, cancer, I feel like, has affected everybody in the world. In some way, you could play the Kevin Bacon game of knowing somebody who's been affected by cancer. It is a terrible disease. It is the life that we live, but it doesn't mean that we can't fund and help research to save lives. So I'm going to drop the link, and this is Jake's link, our social media growth manager. He's a huge component. We've got almost 40 employees all over the, the country. Jake is an integral part, just like each and every one, but he is helping with this campaign of Real Men Wear Pink. We want to support him and his cause. So I will drop the link. And A to Z Sports, and Jake doesn't know this, but he is about to. A to Z Sports, Austin and I had a discussion this morning. We are pledging $250 today, boom, for his campaign. We hope that you guys can donate uh, any sort of money. If it's $250, if it's $25, if it's $10, it doesn't matter. But we are all in for a great campaign and to support a good cause. So I'll drop that link here shortly, but help support the American Cancer Society, Real Men Wear Pink, and our guy Jake Evans in his campaign to help the cause. Yeah, absolutely. Jake, uh, shout out to Jake for doing a great job on and off the field, I guess, if you want to say. Also, shout out to my mother-in-law, Sheila, uh, four years in running uh, breast cancer survivor. So big deal uh, in uh, our family as well. Hey, Jake's cousin, Grim Jim, uh, watching the show today. How about that? All right. So it is sports here live on uh, this Monday. The Titans are four and two with a big gritty win. Uh, and Mike Vrabel put it really well off the top of his press conference after the Titans went over the Colts yesterday. On a day where offense uh, struggle maybe a little bit nice to get. Uh, I don't know. It's good defense. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great to get turnovers and 
for the most part, take care of the football. Uh, that's going to be the formula. If you guys haven't figured that out, that's what, how we're going to have to play. Um, but, it, you know, I mean, it's a battle. It's a good defense. It's a very good defense. So um, we were close on some things, and we'll have to continue to look and work. And, but I'm just extremely proud of these guys. I'm proud of all three phases. Several players battling through some injuries today. What can you say about overall toughness, resiliency of this team? Amazing. You know, I would, you know, never would have dreamed that, given the opportunity to coach, you know, be a head coach in this league, that you know, you'd be able to coach a bunch of guys that are as tough as they are, that, that care about each other. Um, and, and I know that it's professional football, and there's a lot of tough guys. I understand that, but you know, top to bottom, you know, I think it becomes somewhat infectious. Um, you know, when guys are peeling themselves off the turf, getting getting checked out, getting getting taped up, doing whatever they have to do to be out there. Um, you know, extremely proud of their, their toughness and um, their resolve, mental toughness as well. Mike Rabel yesterday, video courtesy of the Titans. And we'll, we'll talk about the key injury updates later on in the show. But uh, yeah, Mike Vrabel, grit, that's how it's going to look. Four field goals and a defensive touchdown on the pick six by Andrew Adams. And again, Derrick Henry going over 100 yards for the third consecutive game on the ground. And that offensive line with a banged up Ben Jones willing Derrick Henry to a first down to help ice the game, uh, carrying him through that Colts defense. And the Colts defense is very good. But the Titans did enough offensively to get that win. And, you know, I all... I kept thinking yesterday because I watched that press conference last night. Then I watched it again uh, this morning. And I thought, to, I kept thinking to myself, what you asked yesterday in the postgame show is, is, do the Titans have an identity or do we just not like it? And I think that their identity is what Mike Vrabel just said. And a lot of people just don't like the identity. Uh, but Vrabel's dead on right there and how they were able to win that game. Well, and the identity goes to the players on the roster, right? You can't just create a Jamar Chase on your roster. It doesn't work like that. You can't just create a Justin Jefferson or Tyreek Hill. Like, so they don't have that. So they have to kind of go to war with the guys that are in front of them and their team. And, you know, I think yesterday embodied, besides the mistake that happened with Malik Willis coming in on that third down and fumbling the jet sweep, you know, mm -hmm. ditch the pitch. we got to come up with uh, jet sweep, something with jet sweep. So I'll let you think about that. Okay. But, but for the Titans, they like to play mistake-free football and then cause turnovers on the other side. Their defense is good enough to do that. And usually they play good football. And look, that only cost them three points. And once it starts costing you seven, 10, 13 points of your turnovers, like it did the Colts, mm -hmm. that's when you start to get in trouble and you lose games, like the playoff game that they lost against the Cincinnati Bengals. But this is their identity, uh, Austin. We don't like it. Nobody likes it. It doesn't, it's not flashy. It's not sexy. It, it it doesn't get you more primetime games. It doesn't get the national media to talk about you. But what they've shown over the last month, straight facts, homie, it does win. And yeah. they've they've showed it in close games. It's hard to win the NFL. They've won four close games in a row with a bye in between. Yeah, and watch out. Titans defense the last three games, 17, 17, and 10 allowed. And John Laster came in in a clutch. Uh, bleep the sweep. <laughs> bleep the sweep, uh, John. That's uh, Toss no moss and bleep the sweep. Ditch the pitch, all of them. Print it up right now.
Uh, delete the sweep from Will Dodson's also a pretty good one too. Uh, but yeah, that, and that's the crazy thing. Like Zach, you mentioned, you can't just create Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson or Tyree Kill. Zach, the Titans had three undrafted players at wide receiver yesterday. And Robert Woods. The four wide receivers they have active, Robert Woods, NWI, Cody Hollister, Mason Kennedy. Three undrafted guys. That's they're just lacking like the talent, to be honest. And that's not a knock against NWI, who's carved out a nice NFL career as an undrafted free agent, or knocking Cody Hollister for what's kept him around, or knocking Mason Kinsey for getting an opportunity. The Titans just don't have talent at wide receiver just with draft picks. I mean, because they yes. traded them away. They traded away well, their and, talent. But and the and the draft picks from this year, who we think will be good, are both hurt with Kyle Phillips out with a hamstring. But and they're Burton not in a island. year to afford of they will be. That's no, the issue. I, I know that. And the again, the big glaring issue of why is because Des Fitzpatrick's draft class at wide receiver was a complete flop. They just don't have the skills, the talent at wide receiver outside of Robert Woods right now that's actually healthy uh, to do it. So, and I'm not trying to knock those other guys because NWI has shown what he can do. And, you know, Cody Hollister had two big catches on two targets yesterday that really helped the team get infield goal range. Yeah, the, the 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 catch by Cody Hollister, being at the right place at the right time, reliability, he he made sure he secured that catch, too. That thing came right to his body, and he trapped that thing right to to his uh, his chest and got up the field and did his job. That's why I think the Titans are very good at taking less talented players and maybe getting more out of them than other teams is because of the Vrabel philosophy and the Patriot way, which is just do your job. Concentrate on what you can do. We're not going to ask you to do more because they don't ask Mason Kinsey and Cody Hollister and NWI. They don't target those guys like five, six times a game, right? No. They're not asking them to do more than maybe what they're capable. And if they play within their system and within their talent, they usually get the most out of it. And uh, to be honest, it's resulted in wins at four or two atop the AFC South. Yeah. And Jr. and a couple others uh, have uh, brought up really the main topic of today's show. Austin Hooper saved the Titans yesterday. It's nice to see them get him involved. That's what I think too, guys. And I, I again, it's been a story for the first seven weeks of the Titans' regular season through the bye. Is where is Austin Hooper, and why did nothing that happened in July and August translate to September and beyond? Well, yesterday it did. Three targets for Austin Hooper, over 50 yards, three massive first down conversions, and Austin Hooper arrived. Now, did it unlock Austin Hooper? Or is this just a one-time thing where he made three plays in the game? So that's what we're going to talk to here, talk about here now. And we'll play a, a clip from Austin Hooper here in a second. Austin Hooper, is he unlocked or locked in the Titans offense after the breakout versus the Colts? Is he unlocked or still locked in the Titans offense after the breakout uh, versus the Colts? We want your answers uh, but first, let me tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. We will have an injury update about some key Titans later on in the show, but also from the Bone and Joint Institute. Uh, later today, before our big event tonight, I will pick a winner uh, for the Tennessee-Kentucky tickets on Saturday in Knoxville. So you still have a chance to go on our social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to have a chance to win 
that pair of tickets for Tennessee, Kentucky in Knoxville on Saturday night. Uh, but you have to make sure that you check in with Bone and Joint Institute when you get hurt in life. They have the specialist to get you back regardless of what injury or how it happened. Boneandjointtn.org. And I did see earlier, um, let's see, I think it was Stephen Wood Jr. said he's got an appointment at the Bone and Joint Institute. They'll treat you right. Hope everything's obviously okay. But they will treat you right. We wouldn't endorse them if they didn't. They've got great specialists, state-of-the-art facility right over there. Uh, state-of-the-art, well, I, I need a state-of-the-art new phone because I wanted to throw this thing in the damn lake yesterday after my bets. Promo code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of the sports book. Tough sledding in the NFL, but that doesn't mean that maybe I can't get back on tonight's Monday night game. You can get on tonight's Monday night game. Risk-free bet up to $1,000 on pro football. Monday night, you've got Bears. You've got Patriots. We'll see if uh, who's going to get zapped tonight. But hopefully, we don't get zapped and we make that cash. That's BetMGM. They're hooking you up. Risk-free bet for new users. Promo code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of sportsbooks. Uh, I had a great weekend at BetMGM. I only lost one bet. Uh, hit the other four. So I, I was rolling in it on the BetMGM app. All right, so the question we're asking now, Austin Hooper, is he unlocked or is he still locked in the Titans offense after that breakout versus the Colts where he had those three big catches over 50 yards uh, in that game and three big first down conversions. Uh, Zach, I'll go let you go to the chat and see what everybody says to get them more involved uh, this morning. Locked or unlocked is the question about Austin Hooper. Noah says unlocked. So does Steven. Jared says locked on the trade block. Unlocking still, so still locked from Luman. Locked with downing from uh, the chef right there. JR says unlocked. Eddie says unlocked. Steven says deadbolt unlocked, still got to unlock the handle. So he the says deadbolt is unlocked. So it was a double lock. So he needs to see two opera. He needs to see two games of evidence before that door's open. So I, I, got I like, you. I like Stephen King's comment right there. Danny says locked, still locked uh, from probably let's see unlocked from Ryan middle of the field is open 75% of the time. So, is, is that a real stat? I mean, where did Ryan get that 75%? That's, that's not a real stat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jonathan says locked, unlocked right there from Terrell, still locked from Titans Kyle. Eric says still locked. Uh, Orlando says, I think you need a, a few more extra point before he's fully unlocked. X, I think that's X, X plays. Oh, X plays. Yeah, uh, Vrabel loves the X plays. Vrabel loves saying X plays in press conference almost as much as he loves touching everybody's recorders on the or board. not informing people about injuries. Yeah, those uh, three things. Michael Billington says locked. Deborah says unlocked. This is actually pretty close. I, I yeah. do think that it's probably tipped. You got unlocked right there. Go ahead and, and trade me, baby. I said they're talking about trade. So I think probably more locked than unlocked, but there's there's a, a plethora of different uh, comments in the chat. It's pretty close. Zach, I, I think this unlocks Austin Hooper. This is the moment that Ryan Tannehill and Austin Hooper needed in a game for them to gain that comp, regain that confidence and that rhythm they had throughout all of training camp and all of OTAs and mini camps in May and June. Like these guys were on the money with each other 
all off season, all summer long. And it, and it just wasn't working, but now it is. I've Austin Hooper got the most offensive snaps that he's had in the game all season yesterday. And it wasn't a surprise that he had the most receiving yards that he's had all season uh, yesterday too. So I think it, this is an unlocking of Austin Hooper, especially because of the wide receivers they have available moving forward. Traylon Burks is going to be on IR next week. He's going to miss at least two other games, right? So hopefully you can get him back um, after the KC game and get ready for the rest of the second half of the season. But you've got to have somebody who can stretch the field down the middle without trailing Burks and be explosive vertically. And that's Austin Hooper. You saw it twice. Again, Zach, I watched so many. Be explosive vertically. I do not. Translate to Austin Hooper. Well, well, what do you what do you call the- be? I don't say explosive. Like you said, be explosive. He is not explosive. That that is not how is I categorize threat. Austin Hooper. He is a vertical threat down the seam, and like vertical threat on the outside means like thirty yard go. Vertical threat in the seam means like fifteen yards plus. You said explosive. That's I why know. I kind of went crazy. <laughs> He's Zach. I Austin Hooper's got ability. Austin Hooper, like we, uh, he's I don't ab- deny that. He doesn't have explosive ability, though. It's just not who he is. Relative to what they have, Zach, is what I'm talking about. Like, let's not get crazy. Like, I'm not no, saying- That's what I'm trying to tame you down I'm, for. I'm not let's not claiming- get crazy and call explosive. I- you can't be throwing out explosive words. They don't have anybody that's explosive. The only guy that's explosive, honestly, maybe Robert Woods. We haven't seen enough. And Charlie no, Burks, not. who's not coming back till, you know, end of November. All right, but the, my my entire point is that Austin Hooper can be a vertical threat down the middle of the field, which they desperately need, and they haven't had it work in a game since Burks has had a couple of those crossing routes, and really since yesterday with Austin Hooper twice. So yes, I think this can unlock Austin Hooper, and that's going to make the Titans' offense that much better. Can or will? Like, I'm- I think it will. Yes, because. I, the reason why I say that it will is because it's not like we have, I haven't seen these two guys do it together before in practice. Like I saw it all camp long of them being able to do this. And so I, I see it in the game now. Keep it rolling. I mean, three catches for 56 yards is not going to put me over the edge to say that this guy is unlocked. He's not unlocked. You cannot confidently say that it's locked because Austin, the fact of the matter is the offense isn't unlocked. If you look I'm at this claiming that either, that's a big difference. He's not unlocked. The 23, the 23 yard reception that he caught that was Look, lucky, good, be there. He caught the ball. So I credit it with him. But you take that away, he only got three catches. You just sit there and like unlock it. He's not having a stellar, unbelievable, impactful game. And the Titans, why you cannot say this now, and let me clarify, it doesn't mean that he cannot be, but one game for three receptions for 56 yards sure as hell does not just make me flip on the unlocked switch. Exactly. The fact, the fact is. Through the six games that they've played, they've had an offensive player lead rece- uh, receiving yards. Uh, they're all different. They, they have not had any sort of consistency. So I can't sit here and say that Austin Hooper is going to be consistent here. The Giants, Kyle Phillips led the, the team in receiving. 
The Buffalo Bills, Burks led the, led the team in receiving. Vegas, Woods had a big game with 85 yards. He led the team. Chig led the team in Indy. Then you had NWI lead the team in Washington with the big reception. And then in Indy, we are against Indy mm -hmm. just yesterday, then it's Hooper. So in no way is there a trend that says that Austin Hooper is unlocked. I just felt like yesterday he did his job. And his job, to be honest, I think we all thought, and I will fall my I will put myself in there, that he would be a bigger impact in this offense based on what you saw and Sam saw. Everybody. And training everybody. Camp, but we have not seen it. And yeah, we, we saw it yesterday. It a little bit. It's three, it's three catches, Austin. Zach, they threw the ball 20 times. I, I know it's three catches. You can't sit it's, there and unlock somebody Zach, with three, three catches you, for 56 yards. Do you, like, do you understand the magnitude of those three catches, though? All of them were freaking massive. All of them. And you earlier in the game, you were like, didn't really have a big impact on the game. Austin Hooper had a massive impact on the game. It was a, there was a third and long, and Tannehill had to check it down on their own end of and the he field. he made a guy miss. He made I, a guy miss I and got the sideline, uh, right? Watching. And then, I know, Zach, but you, it seems like you're, you're, you're so downplaying the 56 yards on I three. Am. Zach, it was three first down conversions. The Titans had 16 first downs all day. I'm downplaying him being unlocked. No, I'm not you were downplaying his game, his performance. Well, because this performance does not just open your eyes to all of a sudden he's going to be consistent, Austin. He has not shown that up until this point in the season to be consistent. He has not. Correct? I, I mean, yes, I'm correct. I'm not because trying to like, show that. I'm not talking about the previous five games. I'm talking about yesterday and what I think yesterday can do moving forward for Tannehill and Austin Hooper and for Todd Downing. But the, the point is, is that this offense hasn't shown consistency and anybody also, I'm not just talking about Austin oh, Hooper. I, I, I'm I, talking I, about, I, I, no, 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 I don't but this is why you, but this is why you can't say that one is unlocked because nobody is unlocked. Not a single offensive player besides Derrick Henry has been unlocked. Chig is not consistent. NWI is not consistent. Traylon Burks is not consistent because he's hurt. Kyle Phillips is not consistent because he's hurt. Austin Hooper is not consistent. All every single piece weapon is not unlocked. <laughs> so well, partly because you can't the sit here and say that. that one guy is. I, I again, I feel like what we saw yesterday shows and reemphasizes what Todd Downing, Ryan Tannehill, and Austin Hooper were doing in the summer. And now you've got that data. You got that proof of concept against the Colts in three big moments, three massive moments in a tight game where you needed every first down you could possibly dream of. And Austin Hooper delivered three times in big moments. So that's why I think it can be unlocked. If this, if it's anybody else that didn't have an impact with, or connection with Tannehill that we haven't been talking about for the last two months, I wouldn't think much of it. I think of three individual plays that were good and that helped. But I do think this is a proof of concept from everything we saw in the summer. Everything. Uh, I don't think that based on the history of the team in the last six games that I feel comfortable saying but I, like, one but what single. No, but, I'm, but if you ask me that about any other player, I wouldn't say that they're unlocked. Well, you got to do it, and you can't just do it back-to-back -back weeks. 
you've got to be that guy if like well, that's unlocked and so let's it's let's, not just two games but let's it's honestly also, not even three games let's also try to understand and get on the same page of what does unlocked mean because what does a pro- productive play every week mean for for an Austin Hooper or any Titans player on the offense it's like unlocked doesn't mean Austin Hooper is going to have 60 yards a game moving forward that's not the Titans offense unlocked means that Austin Hooper will make impact plays moving forward throughout the season when the Titans need a play to be made that he can be called upon as one of their reliable play callers moving forward that is what I feel like by unlocked and that Austin Hooper can rise to that occasion and not just be a guy that's getting 35% of the snaps, that he's playing a lot more, and he's impacting the game on a weekly basis. It doesn't mean 80 yards. It just means converting big first downs and helping this team put up points. Well, yeah. See, I, I'm and I don't agree with Bobby often, <laughs> but I'm with Bobby. Bob, it means that you're doing this week in and week out. That it that is what unlocked mean. It's not that you're just a part of the offense. Hell, he was a part of the offense for all of these weeks. He's getting not more really, opportunity. Not really. No, Austin, he's getting more opportunity because Burks and Phillips did not play. That's that is a fact, right? He's getting more passing opportunity. And we can even we've got a video from Austin Hooper who literally tells us this. And so that if if Hooper and I would say this, Austin. If Hooper had a different reaction from this video, maybe I think a little bit different. I highly I, doubt I, it, but we'll play maybe I think a little different. I, but I think we'll, he's we'll, telling you this. Well, we'll play it. And I'll tell you what I think about yeah, it. Uh, we just got the right looks. I mean, I've been able, uh, you know, to run routes here just for, you know, probably say like because the defenses we're playing in the past, like we would just have to move on. So Ryan gave me some cool opportunities today. Your job as a player is just try to take advantage of every opportunity that comes your way. So. Praise to Todd for giving me an opportunity with the call and Ryan throwing me open. Like nothing I did was like magical route running. It was just Ryan putting the ball and giving me a chance. All three of your catches were with first downs. I mean, you can't ask for much more than that as a receiver. Yeah, I'll take it for sure. Uh, happy with it. I mean, Austin Hooper is the most one of the more vanilla guys that you find uh, talking to the media. He sounded like that in the entire summer, the entire offseason, when we were talking like, man, Ryan Tannehill hit you. Again, in, in a joint practice against the Bucks. Ryan Tannehill went eight for nine to Austin Hooper in team drills against the Bucks defense. And you ask Austin Hooper, man, you guys in Tannehill were really clicking today. He's like, yeah, you know, just taking advantage of opportunities, you know, whenever uh, Todd calls a play and I get open. Uh, and that's fair. He doesn't like, sound like a guy who's unlocked. No, that's that's Austin Hooper. <laughs> but that's that has nothing to do. The way he answers You can't that, say nothing. It, it has, has something nothing to do. To do. Exactly. It is not nothing. nothing. He does not sound like a guy that has finally found his rhythm that the impact of three catches for 56 yards has unlocked this player. No, no, no. Yes, yes. It has nothing to do with – Listen to him. Yeah, and he's been sounding like that ever since he joined the damn team. But but now you're saying that he's had some sort of success and he (laughs) – Stephen King says, Austin Hooper is Danico Autry on offense. Denico Autry is a bad MFer out there wrecking offensive lines and quarterbacks and gives you even less emotion than Austin Hooper just showed you. So thank you, Steven. Uh, how a player 
acts I mean, in a. There's been comments that have disagreed with you. That's fine. More than I anything, don't care. So. But how a but player. You're going to pick out the one guy. <laughs> uh, well, it's just the one that I saw, dude. Come on. How a player responds in a press conference with does not matter anything to how they do it on the field. Oh, we you... said it. Oh, you. Yes. What no, do we... you do? No, when we... you talk to a player afterwards, you can tell how they feel. You can absolutely Zach. tell how, whether they say something no. or whether they say nothing. No. And what Austin Hooper is telling us, and this is okay, it's not, this is okay, but he is company line guy. And what he did today d- didn't wow him, didn't unlock anything. Like, that's what how he speaks. Yeah, and uh, congratulations for Anthony for completely misunderstanding the comp. Austin Hooper is not Autry. Autry's consistent. Yeah, we're not talking about on the field. We're talking about the lack of any consistent or anything of substance given in a press conference answer, Anthony. And so, again, my point is that Mike Vrabel and higher up, John Robinson, Mike Vrabel, have basically brainwashed the roster from giving you anything of substance. When is the last time a player said something in a press conference this season of any substance, Zach. Of any substance? Yes. They don't say anything. Mike Vrabel literally told us on a post-game press conference after the Titans beat the Colts in Indy that we won in this game. It's hard to win the NFL, and I hope the players tell you what I told them to tell you. That's what that's what Mike Vrabel told. The media. Oh, yeah, but, but yeah, and what did Derrick Henry say? There is something you asked me one thing of substance. Yeah, Derrick and, was, and what did we exactly say about that? What he did. What did we say about that? Thank God that Christina Pink got Derrick Henry before Vrabel got to him, because Vrabel gets to these guys and they shut down. But you're sitting here telling me that Austin Hooper is unlocked based on one game, and he doesn't even feel that Zach, way. I, he literally says, "I did he's not nothing." I not like say to have somebody say that I not did nothing. I just played within the offense. He's that's that's what every all of them say that they all say that because that's the company line. Like I, they but, follow the company line. But all on of top of what Austin Hooper said, Austin. There is nothing that shows any sort of offensive consistency to tell that any player is unlocked. All right. I, this is just me. That I, I'm stepping out here and saying that, yes, Austin Hooper will be an impactful player in the Titans offense moving forward. They found they have it. They've had this whole time. It's just been locked up. And he, he made three huge plays to help them win the game. They don't win the game without those Austin Hooper. I think the Titans, for for the Titans' sake, they hope you're correct. I'm I just I cannot sit here and say that he is unlocked based on one performance when the entire offense consistently. See, look, Robert Woods is not even unlocked, and he's had a big game against Oakland or Oakland, Las Vegas. So, like you, that's the point of it was eye opening to see the highest receiver. Each game be different in all six games. That's why no one is unlocked. No one. But, okay. All right. We'll move on from this because we're just not. We're just but not I'm asking, going. Zach, is, we have, we have, Zach, we have is reached. Is anybody unlocked? No. You think Austin Hooper Zach, is? I think he can't. I think he will be moving forward. Uh, can be yes. or will. I'm just trying to figure out your point. What did I say? Well, you, you've said can a couple of times. What did so I say after that? Out. 
smart ass. What I had to I say? ask you. That's why I I'm stopped. Asking. What did I say? I said, I think he can. And then I stopped myself and I said, I think he will be. So listen to my entire words. So okay? besides Austin Hooper, who else is? Derrick Henry. That's it right now. No, yeah, yeah. So, okay. We, that is a, is it, are, that's we a given. Reached, Zach, we have reached the limit of this conversation. So it is Austin Hooper is the only offensive Zach, player that's unlocked? we have reached unlocked. the limit of this conversation. It is not going to go any further. We are it's now a, just a, stepping. Austin Hooper is the only offensive weapon unlocked. Besides Derrick Henry. Okay. Right now. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that's hard. That's to fine. Say We're done with this, game. Zach. We're done with this. You're not going to agree with me. We're now going in circles again. All right. So let's get to some key injury updates for the Titans. Ryan Tannehill, Ben Jones, Jeffrey Simmons, some very important injury updates here uh, on a Monday, but Zach, first tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plan. Yeah, fbhp.com is where you need to go to get your new health plan. I got my health plan at the beginning of 2022. I'm really glad that I did. It's a lot better than my old health plan. I saved money, and as they say, better coverage, better service, better rates. I got all three based on what my previous plan was, but that had nothing to do. They had no idea what my previous plan was. I took a health assessment, took me about 25 minutes. They gave me a quote and I was like, wow, I save 20% each month. And I get, I get an insurance to help me pay for my contacts. I get free teeth cleaning. I get free teledoc services when I'm sick. So like all of these things started to pile up. I'm like, man, I should have done this a long time ago. You can get a quote today by visiting fbhp.com slash A to Z. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Get your quote today. Download the BetMGM app and you can unlock this uh, just like Austin Hooper and get a risk-free bet on pro football up to $1,000. You unlock that risk-free bet by using our code A-T-O-Z sports. When you download the BetMGM app, you sign up. With that code, you make your first deposit, and that's where your risk-free bet on pro football up to 1000 bucks comes into play there. Zach, we do have some key injury updates uh, when it comes to the Titans. I think you know the Ryan Tannehill thing is really intriguing. Ryan Tannehill goes out uh, for that one play. That was right before. It was a third down. Malik Willis hands off to Dontrell Hilliard. Uh, the Titans end up kicking a field goal there. Uh, and then Tannehill gets the next defensive drive to get back, get taped up. But here's Ryan Tannehill on his ankle injury yesterday. What's the, what's the status? How you feeling there, Ryan? Did that come close to knocking you out for the rest of the game? Or? Yeah, it doesn't feel great. Um, yeah, I had to battle through it there at the end. Um, sometimes it comes with comes with the territory, right? I'm going to be out there um, if I can at all, at all possible. So. I'm going to do everything I can this week to uh, to get it right and feeling best I can for Sunday. Just to kind of take some pressure off of it for now? Yeah, just to uh, give, it, give it a little time to, to heal up, take some pressure while I'm getting out of the stadium, getting home, and, and all that type of stuff. So he was wearing the walking boot on the right foot, which I think – the good, and I tweeted this out yesterday. When I saw that they just taped his ankle and then he was going back in there, I was like, all right, a, a, an ankle taped up is a lot better for the Titans than a knee injury. Well, he he was holding his knee, which was weird, right? Yes. So when the injury occurred, he he went down and held his knee. As you said, he went into the tent, and they just taped his ankle. So, you know, this is a typical, prototypical hockey lower body injury. Mm -hmm. You know, like, what is it? it the, it's an ankle. It's an ankle. Like, he's wearing the walking boot. Like, it's the, it's the ankle. Absolutely the ankle. Now you got to decipher, is this a high ankle sprain? Is this a mid ankle sprain? Because 
you know, Mac Jones missed multiple weeks with a high ankle sprain, but Mac Jones was unable to finish the game. He literally hopped off of the field. Tannehill was able to, you know, and that's what you do. If we've, if you played pickup basketball, we've turned an ankle and you go to the sidelines and you tie your basketball shoes as tight as you effing can, you finish the game or finish, you know, that session of, of pickup. And then you go home and ice it. And then you wake up and the next day and you don't play basketball for a week or you two You wake weeks. up the next day and your ankle's this big. And the older and, you get, the longer you're out. <laughs> yeah. And so that's interesting too, because Ryan Tannehill, I believe, just turned 34 this training camp. So, you, you know, you wonder what that swelling's like and how he'll, we've never seen Ryan Tannehill hurt. And that's, again, it felt like the old jinx of, hey, it's the 49th consecutive start that Ryan Tannehill's made for the Titans. It ties Steve McNair or past Steve McNair all time. I think he's going to make his 50th consecutive start on Sunday. That's that's what it feels like to me. And, and like I did see, if you go back and watch the replay, Tannehill had that. Oh, it was like his the, his facial reaction of like trying to get that. Like you get, I feel like everybody who's rolled their ankle like that has made that type of face reacting. Uh, but the fact that he was able to go out there and still play makes me feel like he's going to be good. He's probably not going to practice on Wednesday. We'll see on Thursday, Friday, or whatever. Uh, but I do think uh, that uh, Ryan Tannehill will make his 50th consecutive start against the Texans. Well, and then you have this little sprinkle, which is you're playing the Houston Texans, right? So if, in fact, Ryan Tannehill cannot go and Malik Willis gets his first career NFL start, he at least is playing a team that is bottom five in the league, right? So not saying that the Titans always beat the Texans because we saw that last year. They don't. And, you know, Ryan Tannehill has some redemption uh, for the, for the Texans too, because of that four pick game, which was his worst game. The Bengals was the worst game because of what it meant, but the Texans was statistically his worst game. And so, you know, you're not in a terrible spot, but you got to get these guys back. And Ryan Tannehill, as we have said, and, you know, I, I think, you and I and most everybody that covers this team, Ryan Tannehill is the best quarterback to start for this football team on their roster. They need number 17. He is, and so Austin, I want to not go back to what we were talking about last segment, but right now, and because I believe a little bit differently that no one is unlocked besides Derrick Henry, you kind of feel like this is the same situation that they were in at the end of last year when Derrick Henry was out, Julio Jones was out, A.J. Brown was out, and they were just trying to put pieces together and run their offense with the guys they had, but they still won football games, right? They're And that's kind of the case this year. I don't think that that was planned, but that's kind of where they are. I feel like they thought that Traylon Burks was going to be a lot better or stay healthy to have more of, you know, the weapons on the field, but they're still winning. Yeah. Let me say, let me, let me say this about Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks was playing really good football when he got hurt. He was, he was playing really good ball when he got hurt and he was just getting better. We, we saw the run after the catch. He was on the, he was close. He was a rookie uh, gaining experience early on in his Zach, rookie He was, he was a Dontrell Hilliard pass protection pickup away from scoring his first touchdown in Indy right before he got hurt. 
it was that go route on the left side. Tannehill threw it early. He overthrew Burks because Hilliard whiffed. Maybe it was Hassan Haskins. It was one of the two. Whiffed on the pass protection at the running back spot to force Tannehill to throw it. Traylon Burks was playing good football when he got hurt. And how he got hurt was unfortunate because he was running after a catch and a big guy landed on his ankle that drove his toe into that turf and has turf toe and he'll be back hopefully in three to four weeks after being on IR. So I think when they get him back, I'm curious to see what he looks like. Can he continue that growth? But I, I, I hate when people, I'm not saying you're doing this, Zach. I hate when people are like, oh, Burks is a bust because he's out. Or Burks is no good. Like, he's yeah, hurt. I don't, I don't think it, that people are to that. I've, I've seen a lot of people. Well, don't know, listen flesh. to those people. <laughs> well, I know that. But I'm just trying. But Trailer they don't Burks, matter. They Trailer are Burks so wrong. Good. They're so wrong they don't matter. They don't even need to be mentioned because they, that's so asinine. Nobody should be called you know, a bust. You know who's a bust? Caleb Farley's a bust because he's been on the roster for now some time, and they don't trust him to play when healthy. That's not the case with Traylon Burks. I think my point and why I transitioned to what I said is because Tannehill is good within the offense and the players that he has. I don't know if Malik Willis can do the same. No, he can't. Right? No, you don't. You, he can't. Right. So now. that that that's why I'm saying you need Tannehill to play this week so you don't experiment with that. Yes. Yes. Because you're putting Malik Willis, a guy who's not ready, into an offense that's not good. Right. All right, it is Z Sports here live on uh, this Monday. Let's get to Ben Jones because I'm not worried that much about Ryan Tannehill's injury. I think he's going to play on Sunday. Ben Jones, though, uh, potentially a little bit different. Here's Ben Jones talking with Kayla Anderson and also John Glenn in the locker room after the game. Yeah, it, it means special. Um, you go out there and take care and get a win, I can care less about the body, how it feels today. I'll, I'll be good by next Sunday. That one play in particular, man, pushing the pile. Yeah, we're trying to finish the game. You want the ball to end in your hands, and uh, you want a victory snap at the end of the game. And we take pride in that as an offensive line in a run game. And we wanted to finish the game on our terms, and we did that today. I don't remember ever seeing you quite like that. Do you, do you recall anything when being that animated after, after a touchdown? Yeah, I care about winning, and that's why I keep playing. I want to win a championship, and that's all it takes. I'm, it's one game at a time, and whatever it takes to win. Love the guy. Um, he's my brother, and I know he's one of the toughest guys on the team. A lot of quarterbacks don't get that role. He's that guy for us. He's a he's a guy. He's a leader. He's a guy we lay our hat on, and we love that guy. That's the toughest guy on the team. Calling the quarterback the toughest guy on the team <laughs> because Ben Jones. I I I don't know what Ben Jones feels like right now. Probably a car accident. You ever been into a car accident? Like I've totally I have not, unfortunately. I, I, I hope I don't wish any upon anybody. But when you hear that sound, I'll, you never forget that sound of a car accident. And then you wake up the next morning, whether it's and that that was a bad car wreck. But like even when I was in a I was in a lift, got rear-ended in St. Louis this summer. I had whiplash. I woke up that next morning. I can't imagine. I'm, I've never played NFL football, right? We've never played NFL football. Especially the way that you saw Ben Jones. Again, he didn't pop his knee back into place, but damn sure looked like it, and then continued on and played the rest of the game. That's, that's the sacrifice of 
And it's just what Ben Jones says. When you want to win so bad, you don't care. And that, that that's huge for a player. And so I, I do have a little bit of concern for Ben Jones Sunday against the Texans. Now, I know it's his former team and a division opponent back where he started his career in Houston. So he wants to play in the game. But is it in the Titans' best interest and Ben Jones' best interest to play against the Texans on Sunday? Or can Corey Levin get you through uh, the game against the Texans and have Ben Jones take a week? Because this guy, you know, he just looks like he went through war out there. And I don't I don't know. Would an extra week be great? Because uh, the Kansas City Chiefs D-line is pretty, pretty big and physical. And they play the Titans and Chiefs after the Texans game. Maybe that week off would be a good thing for Ben Jones. That And that's that's a good point. Because you look ahead and you say, can you win against Houston to really start the rough stretch of your season? Now, it's a little bit less rough because the Packers aren't as good as we once thought. The Broncos are sure as hell not as good as what what they were perceived to be to start the season. But there's still some tough matchups. You got Jacksonville twice where you got to take care of business. And then obviously Philly down the road. And then Cincy too. But all of those things, yeah, I think maybe you do take a maintenance week if that's the case to see if you can get through it. It's not a bad strategy. Yeah, it it would be interesting. Um, and Kenneth and then, brings this up real okay, quick. Big Jeff's ankle. And I will say this. When big guys get hurt, right, where they roll their ankle, it looks a lot worse, right? Because yeah, it's, it's a, a lot, lot more weight. weight. Yeah, it's a lot more weight coming down to that rolled ankle. Yes. But you feel good that he came back to the game and he was grimacing in pain. But, you know, you, you got to have Big Jeff against Kansas City. You, it, you, you're going to lose if you don't. Oh, if I were going to rank the injuries I'm concerned about and most concerned and least concerned of the three, I am most concerned about Ben Jones. I'm second most concerned about Ryan Tannehill and least concerned about Big Jeff. I think Big Jeff's fine. I just think he rolled his ankle. He needed to play to kind of, you know, and tape it back up and go back in there. And he was jogging pretty quickly, running off the field before it got taped back up to test it out. I think Jeff's fine. Uh, and, but Tannehill, I would flip I, it because of Ryan Tannehill. I put Ryan Tannehill one just because of his impact. No, I, I think, I mean, that's, but I'm not as worried about the injury though. I think Tannehill can come back and will play on Sunday. I think Ben Jones could absolutely use the week off. If the Titans think they can afford it. Well, we won't know until about three minutes before game time. <laughs> so. Because we're not going to find out a damn thing. That, I don't expect to find out a damn thing this week. That's something that Mike Vrabel is uh, pretty consistent on. It is eSports here live on this Monday. Who laid down the law for the Titans yesterday? Who laid down the law for the Titans yesterday? There's one big storyline that we haven't talked about yet. Will we talk about it now? But first, let me tell you guys about Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. Speaking of car wrecks, if you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600, 800 
4,600. Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers have recovered over $1 billion for their clients over the last 30 years across the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky and will fight the insurance company for you just that they have for the last 30 plus years. So again, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans, Hughes and Coleman, call them for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600, Principal Office, Nashville, Tennessee. Bet MGM, download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports. They're hooking you up right there. Promo code new users. You get a thousand dollar risk free bet for new users. Download the app in your Android or your Apple App Store today and get in on the action. All right. Who laid down the law for the Titans yesterday? Uh, Zach, I'll send you to the chat, but you know, there is a big storyline that we have not talked about, and we're kind of saving it. Uh, for this spot, but who laid down the law uh, most yesterday for the Titans in that win over the Colts? Well, I was going to go to, I think it was Roy's comment because he, uh, this, uh, this caught my eye. He says laying down the law has to be the offensive line, taking control of the game and picking Derrick Henry up and taking him for the first down. Roy's not wrong there. He they literally and it's hard. I can't imagine lifting Derrick Henry up. I, I think that's that's actually never I've never thought of that. Well, when you have five that, guys, it helps. I that's it's Derrick Henry, right? So I don't even like in my mind. I don't even know if that helps. But have you ever see, seen? Have you ever watched like a um, like a at, a at a house being built? If they have granite countertops, have you ever watched granite countertops be placed on top of the cabinets? Because those, no, I worked insulation for two weeks and then I I quit because well, it was hell. Yeah, but, but I didn't. They didn't do granite. But granite countertops are so heavy and it's so delicate that you have to have like six people lift lift a countertop to place it carefully on top of the cabinet so the cabinet doesn't go crushing underneath it if it goes at the wrong angle. And so it it'll take it. That was how I viewed that. They picked up Derrick Henry like they were installing a granite countertop. Picking up a granite countertop makes me think of the Bone and Joint Institute, <laughs> of my back going out. So that's why I don't do that type of work. But uh, let's see. Uh, John says Shane Bowen. That's a laying down the law. Defensively, they definitely laid down the law with three turnovers. Defensive line from Carlos. Randy Bullock from Steven. I like that. Uh, obviously, Andrew Adams coming in from Titan Tough, and we'll see some more Adams. Bud Dupree from DAF. David Long Jr. is turning into a monster. He sure as hell is. And solidifying him as a starter. Ben Jones from Rooney. The defense as a, as a whole from Anthony. There's Adams again. Scored the only touchdown, which is uh, which is the case. Uh, the run game and the defense laying down the law. Orlando Jones says Mason Kinsey's pregame outfit. If you saw that. Uh, Andrew Adams, good tackling plus that INT. Definitely impacted the game in the first two quarters of play. The whole, uh, the defense as a whole from Pistol Ramsey, Bud Dupree, and Danico Autry from uh, Zach Goodman. Where are you going with this, Austin? Well, I'm actually surprised. I thought Andrew Adams would get a lot more love from the comments. Uh, that would be like, mine. That's yours. I, yeah, because Titans playing from behind, I don't trust. Titans playing from uh, the lead, they don't have to score as many points, right? So uh, Andrew uh, Andrew Adams helped them out. He played very good ball. That is my laying down the wall. About being able to come in here, it seems like 
guys come in off the street and in, in two or three weeks they're making major contributions to this thing? I mean, uh, this is my seventh year in the league, so um, I played a lot of football. Um, so every opportunity that I get, you know, I prepare, you know, like I'm a starter, um, I study, and I think when preparation meets opportunity, that's when success happens. So You've been in the league for a while. What's it about this situation here in Tennessee that you think is leading to the success? Um, I think it's just the culture, you know, um, the, the, the fight mentality, the don't quit, um, the family, the positive vibes, you know, that are just circled around in the building. I just feel like everybody's so engaged into what you know our goal is and i think that really makes a difference a lot of buzzwords from uh adams there engaged family culture vibe winning together everything but on that point we talked about culture a lot last week you don't know and over the last couple of weeks because the aj brown stuff but you don't truly know a culture of a household until you're part of that household right and that is, is, you know, the no fun and all that other stuff. When you're winning, the culture is seems like the right culture, right? And they are winning. They have consistently won. They've been a playoff team back-to-back-to-back years. So it works. And I think that's what Adams is saying. I think Adams, maybe it wasn't a surprise to him, but it was a surprise to a lot of Titans fans to see him make the plays that he made yesterday. Yeah, I heard Vrabel say that on the same day about a month ago, uh, Aaron Andrew Adams and Terrence Mitchell were signed to the team on the same day, right? And Terrence Mitchell and Andrew Adams both made key turnover plays and one resulted in a pick six for Adams and Mitchell forced that last fumble on Michael Pittman to ice the game away. Uh, and that's that's a big deal. when you And what did we say about Terrence Mitchell on why he got the call against the Raiders? Because he's a 30-year-old veteran. He knows what to do. And Andrew Adams, seventh year in the league. He's seen him play a lot of ball, knows what to do. And you saw that. Andrew Adams had 10 tackles yesterday. Eight in the first half. So just pretty incredible there. But my laying down the law, Zach, Goes to a guy you talked a lot about in the pregame show yesterday. It's Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree had three tackles. He had a sack and a tackle for loss. But Bud Dupree was there, hand in the face of Matt Ryan, when Andrew Adams had the pick six. And Bud Dupree, for me, him being back helped lay down the law for the Titans' defense because he is such a difference maker. He is all over the place, forcing turnovers in the last two games against the Colts. The Titans don't sweep the Colts without Bud Dupree. And Bud Dupree, even go back to any game last year, usually the last three games against the Colts, Bud Dupree has forced turnovers on Colts quarterbacks. The Carson Wentz interception pick six to Elijah Molden yesterday to Andrew Adams and the sack fumble uh, on the opening drive in the first matchup. I mean, Bud Dupree is a wrecker when it comes to the Colts quarterbacks. Well, look, he's got to earn his keep, right? We talked about that before this game. But one thing that I, I heard Bud Dupree say after the game is, he and he fi- he's finally healthy. He fi- finally felt healthy. And it told me that he didn't feel healthy going into that first matchup against Indy. He came back too soon. Last year, he talked about coming back too soon from the ACL. So maybe he's finally gotten enough rest to put a game together. He cemented his worth with the play yesterday. If he can play like that consistent, 
consistently the rest of the year, mm -hmm. that's going to help this defensive line that's already tenacious. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Bud Dupree's, uh, he's a beast, man, when he's out there. And that's the crazy thing is that he's forced three turnovers in three games against the Colts. Only one showed up in the box score for him. It's that sack that, uh, fumble that he had a couple weeks ago. The other uh, pick six is he doesn't get any credit for in the box score. So that's Bud Dupree uh, in a nutshell for you there. A to Z Sports Live on this Monday. Let's go ahead and wrap up this Monday show with our Ask Me Anything question Zach, but tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. It's very simple. It's very easy. It's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You're perfect making models right around the corner. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Both Austin and I have test-driven the vehicle of the Palisade, the Sonata. I, I, I know from firsthand experience how good the Sonata truly is. It dominates the streets. They, they've got the Elantra, the Santa Fe, the Tucson. Like I said, your perfect make and model is at Wilson County Hyundai. You just got to go find it. If you need an SUV, you need a sedan, or you need a battery-powered uh, vehicle. They've got the Ionic. The Ionic is sleek in its new design and efficient because it doesn't use fuel. It uses electricity. Visit WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Download the BetMGM app and use our code ATOZ Sports to get a risk free bet on pro football up to $1,000. It's an awesome opportunity to join the BetMGM family. Like Zach and I, you win some, you lose some, but when you have a risk free bet, you can lose and then win and just be okay. So you download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports, make your first deposit and your first bet on pro football risk free up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions, 21 or older to new customer only. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligible requirements. Awards issued acknowledgeable for bets to start credit. For bets expire in seven days. For probably game of sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, it's time for uh, our Ask Me Anything uh, question at the end of Monday shows. What do you have for us today? Well, Bud Dupree got that bread a couple of years ago when he signed with the Titans. Yep. And the reason why we opened this last segment up to ask me anything is because it is literally ask me anything. This is a conversation that I was having uh, a few weeks ago and I texted it to myself. I was like, this is a good question for the crew, the chat. Okay. What are your top three breads? Your top three breads, the value of bread. I love bread. I don't know if you love bread. A lot of people love bread. Top three breads. And you can go, there is a lot of breads. You go uh, sourdough. You could go traditional white. You could go pumpernickel. You can go marble rye. You could go, I mean, wheat, honey wheat, seven grain. I mean, there are so many different levels of bread. Top three breads. I'm curious because I was having this conversation, like I said, I'm curious to see what the chat has to say. I, I'm not a really a bread person. You have, I mean, you don't eat any bread. I mean, I do eat bread, but I usually don't. Biscuits. I, I I don't know the last time I had a biscuit. So, Mark <clears throat> brings up the biscuits that, that, and that is a form of bread, so that does count. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, pistol going Hawaiian, which is sneaky good. Most uh, most of the bread that I eat is pizza crust. <laughs> to be honest, like that's my that's the bread that I eat the most often. Well, that's a form of bread. Then pizza crust is probably my number one. 
Uh, green chili cheese bread. I don't know what that is, but that does sound good. Uh, Martin's potato bread. There, potato bread that, is really good. Like brioche, a brioche bun is a heightened burger. You get a good brioche bun. Yeah, I, I'm not somebody who wants the bread to be too thick. I, I don't like too thick of bread. No, like, I'm the same way. Like ciabatta I, too thick unnecessary yeah. i i'm not a big ciabatta yeah and i usually i i don't eat a lot of sandwiches um so i usually avoid bread there by not eating a lot of sandwiches. so do you have any could you can you get to two can i get to well if pizza crust counts as one then I yeah can, so i'm saying can you get to two more oh two more um i do like sourdough and there was a breakfast sandwich that I used to get a lot that was pretty good. And it was a uh, cheesy jalapeno bread. Ooh, yeah. But again, I don't eat a lot of bread. So a couple have brought up one that is in my top three, which is sneaky. And it's not number one, but Hawaiian for me is three. Because you can have a, a Hawaiian bread grilled cheese is really good. So Hawaiian is three plus. I see pimento cheese on Hawaiian bread is where I do. I do that. Whenever you go to like a, somebody's house and they have a bunch of snacks, if they've got pimento cheese on Hawaiian bread, I'm probably going to eat six of them. Right. So yeah. that that's three for me. Okay. Cornbread is two for me. A really good cornbread because this is what I, my grandparents and my dad used to do. Cornbread and sweet milk. You put cornbread in milk and you eat it and it is really good. Mm -hmm. So I do love cornbread and sweet milk, but my number one bread is actually, you can get this at Kroger and it is good. Fresh baked. It is rosemary olive oil bread and you can slice it right there. You put it in a toaster, you put butter on that bad boy and it pairs with like pasta very well. So rosemary olive oil bread. You could make a, a homemade chicken sandwich on that too, which is really dynamite. That, that makes that makes me think of the bread that you get where they have the olive oil on the table and and you you know with the with yeah. But the, this is in grain. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's basically doing in. all of that into one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that is the aspect. A pretzel. Do you do you buy pretzels anywhere? I, I don't. I don't buy pretzels. The only way I buy pretzels is if it possibly has beer cheese and i'm gonna have to ask the waiter or waitress how good the level of beer cheese uh is. mustard with pretzels is pretty good too that's um, not bad yeah so pretzels are usually when i'm at a if i'm at a bar and the bar food does not find does not seem as appetizing but they have some pretzels with cheese or mustard then i'll go with that yeah, I'll go with pretzel if I don't want to waste because it's an appetizer, right? Yeah. If I don't want to waste my Mexican food experience on crap nachos as an appetizer, I'll go pretzel because I'd rather have it at a full fledged Mexican restaurant, which is good. Because if I can't eat, you know, back to back to back the same food, I've got to, I got to kind of go. See, I can eat the same thing every day and not care. No, I'm talking about like dinner, like lunch. Yeah, I can eat the same sandwich, but like, no, I no I'm serious. I, Mexican food three days in a row. I could eat the same. I don't care. I could eat the same dinner. I could eat the same lunch and dinner every day and I don't care. And Brian brings up tortilla. Ooh. 
Does that count? Wraps. Yeah. I mean, it's a form of bread. Uh-oh, I think you may have changed. Well, does it count? Like, Yeah, how do you classify? How, what's the other classification? I just don't view it as bread. <laughs> French toast. I, I say I don't order French toast. I make French toast. Okay, so we don't like we buy tortillas at our house because we make tacos, we make enchiladas. Um we I make like a banana peanut butter granola wrap for breakfast some, or for lunch sometimes, so I get like a wheat wrap there. But does does it, does tortillas count as bread? I, I think so. I think it could be in your rankings. Well, then pizza crust and tortilla are probably number I mean, if it's my favorite or what I eat most often. Uh, both. Usually you eat your favorite most often. Adrian, cinnamon raisin bread is good. Uh, that is, that's probably, that's in my top five too. Cause you got to have See, like, but again, like tortillas are just there to get whatever is inside the tortilla in your mouth cleaner. Well, no, there's, there's texture to tortillas. Plus yeah. you can have spinach tortillas. You can have chipotle tortillas. You can have, jalapeno tortillas right but normally the focus is is what's in the tortilla that's how i view bread too like i it's a like my focus is on what's between the bread not necessarily just the bread by itself that's why i'm not a big bread, bread person croissants is another one adrian's coming in here hot you can't eat croissants consistently there's too much butter i mean they're terrible for you i mean you but, can <laughs> but a good croissant i wouldn't like, recommend it a croissant sandwich or croissant for, you know, in the morning. And, and Brian, I'm like bread tortillas for me, or they are vessels to the food that's inside them. If you have really good bread, they no longer are vessels. They are. But I don't value the bread. I don't value the bread. I'd rather get my calories and, and carbs other, and else in other ways. Bread is good. So that's the bread. Oh, also banana bread, Jarrell. Brinkley. Banana bread. Very good. Very good. All right. Hey, we got a big night tonight, Zach. Uh, we are going to the next awards tonight to see if A to Z Sports can win an Entrepreneur Award tonight. So uh, we'll see what happens. Probably hang close to our social media and Instagram, Facebook stories to see what happens tonight. And then tomorrow morning, we'll be on here to see if we did end up winning the next award uh, for a startup company in sports, music, and entertainment from the Entrepreneurial Center. So that's tonight. Uh, so we'll be dressed for the nines uh, tonight. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. A to Z sports will be live though with Buck rising at his normal time, 8 PM central time. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel for more coverage there. Like the show before you go. And then we'll be back tomorrow morning uh, on, uh, on a Tuesday at eight and we'll see you guys then appreciate it as always. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Thanks. Adios.